0: Welcome! Earth, along with me! Oh, gnarly!
1: No! Oh my god, I shot my eye out! These go are 11. Reading, Starfighter! Astrola Vista, baby. you're <laughs> no, no. 14.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike.
2: I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And it's not possible to do something 400 times and not learn a few things. But damned if we didn't give it a go.
0: Yes, we
1: did.
2: I've learned nothing. Mm. That's <laughs> right. Yes, welcome, everybody,
0: to the celebratory 400th show. <laughs> Yay. Well, Patrick is normal, enthusiastic self. Uh, we're going to be taking questions from you, the listeners, about us. This the is host. different.
2: Like our, our 300th, was our 300th show the permanently lost show? Was that the Rick and Morty? I think no, that was
1: 200. 300 was when we revisited Conan. Yeah.
2: yeah. You're right.
0: Yeah, Rick and Morty exploded all over the place, and Conan was two, the other one.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Morty was the uh video episode that uh, Twitch terms and conditions changed and I didn't notice that they only saved videos for like 6 months so they don't went away forever.
0: Well, that and the fact that uh, we tried to do it on YouTube and got shut down within 20 seconds of playing the uh Back to the Future cartoon.
3: Yeah. Why anybody would care about that, I don't know.
0: Someone did. Someone who did that show has a mother and that Aww. mother
2: and that motherfucker put the stuff on <laughs> auto content ID. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh you'd like to uh, give us a call. You can give us a call at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. You can join our conversation on Discord by clicking the Join Us link that is in the show notes, or you can copy-paste it into your browser or your phone or whatnot. Uh, always a lot of chatter. Uh, we've been talking about... So we talked a little bit about Polish chicken noodle soup. and talking about uh, Final Fantasy Gamebook games,
3: and Josh is making rum balls. And we also were talking about the Christmas episode that uh, just dropped, surprisingly, as a gift. From us, to you and incidentally if you're having difficulty getting to the discord server for any reason and you're friends with us on social media let us know and i can do what i did for tommy which is let him know link. that he was already on the channel no that well, was he didn't me. seem to know that
2: <laughs> yeah i well, sent
3: him a link to the discord directly
2: and then i saw oh someone asked publicly for a link to the discord i'll put that as a reply oh he's been on the discord for 20 hours Okay. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, either way, we'll be happy to get you there because it, it is a very busy series of channels and we love talking with
2: you.
1: Yeah. By the time that should be the our show... slogan, for forty going on fourteen. We'll get you there.
2: Yeah, by the time the show comes out, the Christmas episode will not be new anymore. Nope. nope. Good point. But yes.
1: It won't be that. It'll be only like a week old, so I mean it almost this, be like uh, a cycle. No,
2: nah, no. No, nah. we still got a two show buffer.
1: Oh, this particular show. This yeah,
2: yeah when people are yeah. hearing us talk about the brand new Christmas episode, it'll be yeah. three weeks in the future. <laughs> That's for future, watch, Mike. Oh, watch man. out, John Connor.
1: We're messing with the time continuum. We're
2: still doing the same nothing in three weeks. But yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we do nothing. have a voicemail. Oh, oh, we do
2: have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. Nice. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. Hang on, hang on. Yeah.
4: Hey, fuckers. This is Nerd Boss calling in for. uh you know, I just listened to your Christmas show, Christmas Potpourri. I'm gonna start going backwards. I'm not like Nikki playing catch uh, up. I'm just gonna go backwards from what I missed and keep catching up on the on the regular regular episodes when they come up. I'm really excited for the Matrix one next. Um, just saw the Matrix Resurrections in the theater um, last night, and I'm gonna watch it again at home because I've been doing a cranberry juice cleanse, and I had to go to the bathroom three times during that movie in <laughs> the theater. So I knew I was gonna be able to see it at home. So thankfully, the only spots I missed were in the trailer. Um, and gave it away so I didn't really miss much. But, hey, I'm not talking about The Matrix right now. I'm talking about Christmas. I got the best Christmas gifts ever this year. Not only did my homemade gifts go over like gamebusters with my family, um, I got me some adult shit. I got me a twelve piece pot and pan set. I got me an Instapot, and I got me some cookie sheets. No longer do I have to worry about using and making food that's going to stick to old, hand-me-down generational equipment. I'm sure everybody's grandmas have these uh, that uh, old ceramic type of cookware that's got the uh, orange flowers on it and brown leaves. I've been using those for fucking years, but I'm glad to, I don't have to anymore because these ones work so great and I can just wipe them out when I'm done. No mess, no hassle, nada, so good, but yeah. I'm back. I got a hair, pair of earbuds for Christmas, so I'm going to be listening again. Um, before it was hard for me to find the time to do that, uh, but now I have no choice. Peace out, fuckers. Uh, catch you again later. Enjoying the show. Glad you guys are still doing it after all these years. Can't believe you're almost 400. Right on, guys. Right fucking on. Later. Timely,
3: uh, right? By the way, if you guys are interested, I posted uh, just a couple of examples of what he was talking about, the gifts he made in the chat, because uh, I had seen his post about it, and I thought it was they're pretty fucking sweet. So. I thought you guys might want to see him about his dishes. What no, the gifts he Describe made them. for people. Oh, okay. They are. Uh, I don't know exactly what you call the the art form, but you use little tiny beads and stuff, and you make pictures out of it. What? Perler beads. I, I don't know. Does it but look he, like? Does it look like a video
2: game? I yeah. was you know, muted. I've been saying perler beads. Perler beads. <laughs> perler beads.
3: But he did like a, like a Jackie Daytona, Yoda, Legend of Zelda, uh, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. And they're just, they're awesome. So I would be freaked if I got one too. They call them perler beads. Some of them call them uh, pony beads sometimes too. <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Perler beads.
2: <laughs> and then Mike's like, perler beads? I was like, yes, <laughs> perler beads. I just said that. <laughs>
0: I just uh, somebody had posted a meme that I saw that said nothing makes you makes you feel like a ghost more than when you're listening to a podcast that can't
3: figure out something and you're trying to tell them what it is. <laughs> that that's a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you, Denim Loss. It's good to hear from you, man. You sound it good. Is.
1: It's funny though. when I listen to episodes, I'm not in, and you guys are trying to come up with something, and I'm listening to it. I'm, I do that. I just I just try to answer you. I'm like, why are they not hearing me? <laughs> <laughs> and when you're I with could... us, you don't know shit. <laughs> Wow. Shut up. <laughs>
0: so is it about that time?
2: It's about that time. Whoop whoop. This week in music, movies, and TV.
0: Split. yes all right this week we are going with september 9th 2013 which was the release of our very first show wow hmm.
3: yeah
1: i was so glad you picked that one because that was what i was going to pick anyway good good thing like that yeah good simultaneous thinking topical that's us
3: just like an ointment all right so music the number one song in the land was we can't stop love oh no just we can't stop what I'm miley cyrus <laughs> <laughs> we, we Dude, can't where, stop
1: what where did love come from
3: my mother you... She taught me how to love.
0: Now, instead of mispronouncing words, he's just going to say words that ain't there. <laughs> right, right.
3: I could not, you know. The number one song
0: out. of the land is nonstop pickle
3: hamper.
2: <laughs> we can't stop the bus.
3: By Keanu Reeves and Dennis Hopper. a duet. A bus that couldn't slow down. Moving on, before I say something else stupid, uh, Miley Cyrus once again broke the record for the greatest number of unique views in 24 hours with her recently released video Wrecking Ball. Yeah. The video had 19.3 million views after a single day, despite many people complaining about its overtly sexual tone, with her riding naked on a wrecking. Added the last. But it did happen. That
0: doesn't seem that long ago. That she
3: came in like a wrecking ball? Yeah.
2: It's, it's wild. As we get older, I, I kind of feel like the days and weeks and uh, months just flip by.
3: Yep, we were just talking about that earlier, about how I was kind of reeling in the fact that the wedding happened, and then all of a sudden it's Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas, and now it's fucking going to be New Year's day after tomorrow. I don't know where all the time went. It's insane. So, All right, and finally, albums released this week included AM by Arctic Monkeys, Kiss Land by The Weeknd, Hesitation Marks by Nine Inch Nails, and If You Wait by London Grammar. And I was really tempted to put the word love after each one of those titles, and I really should have. Who's London Grammar? No idea. No
2: that's the one i don't know am is a good uh am by arctic monkeys is a great album uh,
3: yeah i know all the other artists but yeah i don't know
1: there were like know. four uh random ones and i wanted to just fill the list out and I, that's just the one i chose huh interesting welcome to the show London grammar yeah,
2: yeah. kiss land would have been before i knew who the weekend was but and I, I think hesitation marks was after i cared who nine inch nails was
1: yeah <laughs> yep both of those check
2: all right moving on to movies then the number one movie in the land was insidious chapter two me i don't know yeah. who that is you what I, I Did you, don't know what that
3: is. You don't know Insidious? No. James James Wan, his whole well, he's got the the, it's, the it's conjuring a universe. Franchise.
2: Oh I yeah. know James Wan, I just don't know Insidious. It's the one yeah. with
3: Lynn Shea where she's kinda like uh she can like go into the death dimension or something like that, which is basically just a dark room where she carries a lantern around and talks to ghosts and stuff. I, I don't care for them personally. Patrick like,
1: Wilson's in it too, right?
3: I was gonna say you're you're not selling it for me No, you're thinking of the conjuring. Oh okay. Oh Oh, okay.
2: Patrick Wilson was in Insidious. I just had never heard of Insidious. Who am I thinking of then? Yeah, I don't know. I told you. Uh, Patrick Wilson
1: is Josh Lambert. Yeah, Dennis Wilson. It, that's the Insidious is the one in... that has that that red and white faced demon in it.
3: Is he? In... Why?
2: Why don't I know this?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess he is. Okay. I for some reason I was like he's in the Conjuring but not in Insidious but I don't care for either one of them
2: so it, I like the just... Conjuring I, I in general I like James Wan's stuff I just somehow never heard of this one
3: hmm.
1: huh eh. wild it's not great and it's not awful just, yeah you know, it's
3: just
2: below mediocre
1: It's got a couple of decent scares nothing you know but yeah it's, it's nothing amazing nothing horrible it's right in the middle
2: fair enough all right uh, Ray Milton Dolby OBE was an American engineer and inventor. Early in his career, he helped develop the videotape recorder while at Ampex, and later he was the founder of Dolby Laboratories. In 1965, he officially invented the Dolby Noise Reduction System, a form of audio signal processing for analog tape recorders. He died of leukemia on September 12th. September 10th?
3: September 10th? Twelfth. Right after the 4th. Right. <laughs> 400 shows, own, folks. Gonna, Here <laughs> we are.
1: We're going to have our own calendar by the time we're done with this show. Lousy Man. smart weather. Half an elf.
3: Yeah. We can't stop love. <laughs>
1: Bonus fact
2: the first movie to use Dolby sound was the acronym of the week, ACO, which I'm pretty sure stands for American Cock Opera. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, sorry. That is, of course, Joel.
3: A Clockwork Orange. Ooh. A little bit of the old In and Out. Who, who would star in American
0: Cock Opera? I think that'd be like Nilo. <laughs>
2: I uh, think it's probably uh oh shit Green Goblin Willem Dirk Defoe D- Willem Defoe yes yeah,
1: Dirk Diggler uh, Harvey Keitel Yeah
2: well, <laughs> when I say oh. Willem Defoe if you know you
3: know and yeah I, I would agree with your uh your um uh, har- uh god damn it Patrick did you have a point Joel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> when Harvey Keitel shows up and sees Willem Defoe he's like I'm out of here
3: <laughs> Yeah. I'm half the Thank man you, you are
1: <laughs> for some reason snow is
3: not it <laughs> Informer, say no, man, know me that it is no miago. I just got that fucking boom, song boom, boom, out, out of my head. the <laughs> Detective <laughs> man said that it is no mis have someone down the lane. Oh, I, no, like I see, boom, boom, down. I, I see Harvey Keitel sings. Informer, Harvey <laughs> Keitel sings perform or sings sing an informer sing in <laughs> wearing oh a big God. coat. let's
2: get a taco
3: he turned into mr pipe i don't know what happened
2: (laughs) all right movies released this week included empire state the jungle book return to the jungle sharknado Mm -hmm. riddick dead before dong tio poppy the ultimate and winnie mandela oh tio poppy this was not a good week for movies riddick riddick i liked riddick Pro- probably the best out of the bunch there see and, uh, after seeing pitch black fuck riddick oh, was empire state cool. the
1: one with um with with uh ed norton we're all about new york and him he was going to be going to prison in 24 hours
3: no i think empire state was i can see the cover of the like the poster uh it's got a building on it i, don't know. This is a great we, I also want to yeah. point out that the jungle book Return to the jungle it's the number two uh-huh. That oh. just signifies quality. Empire State starring Dwayne Johnson, Liam Hemsworth, and Emma Roberts. Two childhood friends plan to rob an armored car disp- depository, but an NYPD officer
2: stands in their way. No. 5.2 out of mind. 10 on...
1: Yeah.
2: How is Sharknado my favorite movie out of these?
1: <laughs> because you because... haven't seen T.O. Poppy?
3: Oh, T.O. Poppy.
0: Stop doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure... It doesn't take very much Spanish to know what that title is. That is Uncle Dad. Uh,
3: so, okay, I agree with you on Pitch Black. Pitch Black is fucking amazing. Chronicles of Riddick was m- huge. I enjoyed it, but Riddick takes it back to Pitch Black more in in the Pitch Black phase of things, like simpler, more like He
1: was saying he doesn't like Pitch Black. No,
3: no. I love Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Oh, I always the other yeah. way around. I oh, own okay. Pitch
1: Black.
2: After seeing Pitch Black, fuck the rest of the series. They're garbage <laughs> aside from the video game like escape from butcher bay which oh, is I misunderstood what you everything.
1: meant I thought you were saying after seeing it you That is one of
2: the hardest games yeah, the video game's good. The first movie's good. I have no use for the rest of the films. Yeah,
3: Riddick takes it back to being more like Pitch Black. And the uh, the anime the, that I cannot think of the name of right now Is it, was it okay. It was okay. Oh, the anime was okay.
2: It was probably yeah. my third favorite after Butcher Bay. But
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I like the franchise. I never
0: played the game, though. All right, so TV. Whoop. Top shows in the land were NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, The Big Bang Theory, and Dancing with the Stars.
3: That's <laughs> thought yeah. you were going to say, NCIS, The Big Bang Theory. And it's a with the stars.
2: These were dark times. I take back what I said about movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a bad week. Entertainment wasteland.
0: This is
1: <laughs> We are the best thing about this week, right? no, no, there's
0: nothing but shit in the movies and TV. You want to
2: make a podcast? Oh dear Bobby. Stop <laughs> doing that. It's either that or snow. Choose. Oh.
1: that is no no decision at all. <laughs>
0: yeah, would you like a kick in the nuts or a punch in the mouth? All right. So Fox also confirmed a new judging panel for American Idol's thirteenth season on September third. Newcomer Harry Connick Jr. joining Jennifer Lopez and Keith Urban. They joined Ryan Seacrest, who returned as host, and former judge Randy Jackson, who returned as on air mentor.
3: That's a no for me, dog.
0: <laughs> I I don't I could not tell you if I've ever watched an entire episode of American Idol. Really
1: is that a samurai sword signed by randy jackson
3: <laughs> why would you own that
2: yeah i i definitely watched uh all of the first and second seasons and at least the qualifying rounds of the third
1: and maybe the fourth yeah i think my experience is just about the same
3: yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say i'm about in that same part at least the first two seasons i watched in their entirety i preferred the parts where they were doing the auditions but uh i think i started the third season and that was about it yeah i think i've probably just watched like highlight reels like check. So, this guy. So
1: this this sounds like a show for us, the American Idol show.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the Arsenio Hall show returned to air after a 19-year absence on September
2: 9th. It lasted one season after the novelty wore off. So what I'm hearing is in September 9th, 2013, we are the second biggest thing in entertainment after <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> and
3: don't forget. Oh dear, Bobby.
2: <laughs> Willie Brain. And We Can't Stop Love by Miley Cyrus.
3: That's right. Such a good song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to sport. On September 8th, at the U.S. Open women's tennis finals, Serena Williams successfully defended her title against Victoria Azarenka of Belarus. The following day, at the U.S. Open men's tennis, Spaniard Rafael Nadal won his second U.S. title beating Novak Djokovic. Djokovic? Djokovic.
2: Yeah. Good job Djokovic. on that name, man. Yes. Wow. I was going to yeah. say, you crushed that one. Wow. <laughs> hey, I, good job.
1: And lastly, on September 13th, Jim Furick birdied two of his last three holes in the BMW Championship in Lake Forest, Illinois, to become <gasps> the sixth player in PGA Tour history to shoot a 59. Wow. Uh. Furyk was tied for the lead with Brant Snedeker, who was in the lead at the start of the second round, and shot a 68.
4: Snedeker.
1: Snedeker. Snedeker. Yeah.
2: Snedeker. 59. Like, I'm not that up on golf, but I know 59 is a really low score. That is a yeah. ridiculous freaking score
1: well literally only six people in the history of the pga which you know pga is like over 100 years old it's impressive i mean like, there's a, the dude in the lead shot a 68 and, and like ended up tied he's like what the f-? <laughs> he's like 68 is incredible what the hell what is happening here
3: oh to poppy <laughs> still on better that than note, snow.
1: on that note plays off keyboard joel
3: no, 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 not the
0: all right, to commemorate our 400th show, about two and a half, three months ago, we posted on the show notes a link to our uh, Google form where you were able to type in a question and ask ask us anything, really.
3: Yeah, anything that couldn't fit a whole show or that you were dying to know.
2: Yeah, and... Um, Some of you didn't know how to dis- at- use Discord and ask us directly, so we want to do this live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, This is a little unnerving, though, because typically we have really detailed show notes, and I, I'm looking at them as we're doing the show, and now this it's just blank.
2: Yeah, I'm the though. deep dive guy. Like, I have no prep. I have not, like, gone into six wikis for any of this shit. You yeah. think you're freaking out. Now's my time to shine.
1: It's Seed of His Pants guy. Patrick's like, I
2: <laughs> never prepare. I don't even watch the
1: movies half the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's, you're only half joking. It's- Right?
0: I know. <laughs> Yep. If you guys knew how many times we held up the recording this show because Patrick's got 10 minutes left in the movie. Dude, I got like
3: 15 <laughs> minutes left. Uh, so. Forget it. Forget it.
0: I I can do the first part. I'll finish it during the break.
3: Yeah, I got this. <laughs> I got this. All right.
0: Time so.
1: Management is not my best. I'm, like Professionally, great. Uh, for per- personally, not a, shan- not a chance at all.
0: So here's how we're doing it. We have about 100 questions from you guys. Uh, a small portion of them actually have names attached to it. So we want to make sure everybody who asks us a question and attach their name gets recognition because we love you guys once we get through with those we're going to go to the grab bag of ridiculousness that is the anonymous questions so for question number one i've got the set them up here i've got a random number i went to a random number generator these are completely out of the bowl number 13 this is for Joel. What kind of music do you listen when you've had a rough day? Juliana Hatfield is not a valid answer here, and this is from Sarah. <laughs> or from <ever>. Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, Sarah from Hoffman, <laughs>
4: From
0: <laughs> Hoffman Estates. <laughs> this <laughs> from my wife, <laughs> who has been listening
3: for more than seven plus years. So thank you, Sarah. She's been practically part of the show, to be honest with
1: you. She, yeah, she's our she's our featured guest.
3: Yes, it would in any of the pre-show stuff, the stuff you guys don't hear, then doesn't make it to the like zinger winger stinger things it, we're usually talking with sarah zinger that's winger it. stinger yeah that's what it's I, officially called
2: i honestly think the reason why we haven't even had her guest once is because we don't have two microphone setups here that would really work we've talked about doing the spouses show but
3: she is always always there lurking in the background. Uh she is always lurking. As far as the question goes, you said as a was it a rough day? Is that what she said? Yeah. Um I mean, if it's a if it's a day where I'm just like fuck this day, this was jacked up, uh I typically will go to helmets in the meantime. Um as as my go-to like whole record if I'm just looking for like a song, uh I I've said this on the show before, I like break stuff by Limp Biscuit. Uh is a fun one to listen to. Core um, sometimes makes an appearance but uh, yeah, that that's typically Just like... My, my poop! Exactly. Corn makes an appearance sometimes. No.
2: I cannot make fun of you for break stuff because for the longest time it was on one of my music mixes for the same reason like Shitty Day. Like, I know it's not a good song, but I don't care.
3: A, a catchy pop song or a good pop song is a good pop song and it's got a hook. It does what it set out to do um, and yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it.
1: I mean, would should come as no surprise as I discussed in we discussed on a different show. I hate that.
3: Yeah, that's and that's okay, too. But yeah, yeah, Helmet, in the meantime, is a solid record if you're in a in a mood where you just want to like be upset.
1: Who is, who is that?
3: Helmet. They're a post-hardcore band out of New York. I've seen them twice, actually. Um, yeah. Loudest yeah. show I've ever been to outside of Pantera.
2: You say if she's in a mood where she's upset. She lives with me. She's constantly going to do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a great record. Check it out. Just tossing this out
0: here. If you guys would like to hear The Spouse Show oh, or, or The Spouse and Pat's Mom Show... <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing.
3: That'd be a weird a weird like Venn diagram because wow. Yeah. All right, so second up, question number
0: 9. This is from Not a Cop. What is the <laughs> biggest crime
3: you have committed? Oh shit. We talked about doing a crime show and we decided against it.
1: Can we take the 5th on this?
3: Yeah, 100%.
1: Wait, committed or like been caught or just committed?
3: committed. So, doesn't necessarily mean they got caught, so make sure the statute of limitations has run out. Uh, I'm thinking. All right. Well,
2: I'm trying to come uh, up with something that won't get me in serious trouble.
3: I can think of one thing that uh that happened when I was probably too young to know better, so I want to say like Six or seven. Uh, there was a Seven Eleven down the street from my aunt and uncle's house, and we used to go visit them occasionally. And I went down there um, with my brother. I remember if we were just getting drinks or something, but uh, I stole something and I got caught. Oh, yeah! Would you steal uh, candy? Uh, You're a
1: bad thief, then. Yeah, that stole, kid wants
3: candy. You know, I, used I stole a GoBot when time. I was eight. You what?
0: <laughs> I stole a GoBot from what? Dominic's. Did you get caught? <laughs> no. Nope.
1: I was a little kleptomaniac when I was younger, so stealing was no big deal. All the time. you were a little
0: kleptomaniac when we were in college. You well, stole geez. a Christmas ornament and then gave it to my mom for Christmas. <laughs>
3: I think Josh wins, though, if you want to talk about stealing stuff
2: in college. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not the biggest crime, though. Like, I'm trying to think. Probably I, I know that I've committed assault with a baseball bat, and I know I've threatened people with weapons to get what I want. But we're talking like way back before you guys met me.
3: You did steal a lighted candle the once, didn't you?
2: I did mm-hmm. steal yeah. a lit candle from a restaurant and it was still lit when I took it out from under my trench coat. Yep.
0: Yeah, that was a thing.
2: That was very cool.
0: I, I I didn't get arrested for it, but when I was in high school, me and three of my friends, I'm sorry, me and two of my friends, the three of us, decided at like one in the morning that we were going to go play paintball in a public park. And this is like 1988 before they put, this is before they started putting CO2 canisters on paintball guns. So you had the spring-loaded ones that kind of looked like a rifle and we were you know being a bunch of idiots dressed in camo running around this park playing paintball and uh, we left one gun in the back of the car and after about 20 minutes of us playing we stop we get back together and then one of us goes James he goes do you see those lights over there apparently a squad car had driven by seen James's car parked the only car in the parking lot went over looked in the back seat saw the rifle looking paintball gun thing sitting there and called in for backup there were five squad cars so we walk up and it's like uh we you know it was like saint charles aurora batavia geneva because nobody was it was like friday night in the suburbs far far west suburbs in 88 and there was nothing going on so everybody showed up First time, well, first thing we did was bury all the paintball guns that we had. Second thing we did was pretend that we were going for a walk, a casual walk in the middle of a park at one in the morning. And first time I've ever had a shotgun pointed at me. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. They weren't screwing around. Uh, Yeah. We came walking up. We're like, hello, officers. What a wonderful night. Ah! you know and then we're next thing you know uh we're laying face down on the ground with our fingers you know with our hands behind our head um james is letting them into the car and then they start shooting each other with the paintball gun and james is like we paid good money those paintballs those weren't cheap you know we bought a whole bunch of them so they're shooting each other with the paintball guns this all happened directly in front of my high school and uh by monday morning the locals who live nearby the high school it turned into like there was a shootout in the park over the weekend and two people were dead laying in the gutter type of thing and like i a let's see that happened my junior year of high school and i was three years into being married where i finally told my parents about it so that's fun
2: you just reminded me there is uh, a better answer to this question that is maybe not technically the worst crime i've ever committed but the worst one i'm willing to admit to on air uh my senior year there was a guy uh who uh, none of us liked he was a bully he was kind of a shithead we knew where he lived and there were four of us in the car Uh, We had a high-powered pellet gun. I was the shooter on a drive-by, and we shot out all the windows in his house. Ooh. He is currently a Facebook friend of mine. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, he friended me, and I was just like, you know what? Whatever. You're probably a better person now. I'm sure I am. (laughs) So that is probably the best answer to that question. Nice. All right.
1: Um I'm really not going to answer that question in any with any kind of uh <laughs> yeah. truthfulness because my entire life is is like 75% illegal. <laughs> so, um I've done a plethora of illegal activities in my life. A plethora? From from, from no big deal to what? <laughs> So um, there's a long story I could tell right now, but uh, it, it, I'm not going to tell it. But the short version is, I guess I, there was the time I got pulled over in Tennessee with guns and weed on me and uh, almost got arrested for trafficking, but didn't. So
3: I know that story.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Remember the time you got pulled over and I had to remind you to take our friend's wife's panties off your head? <laughs> It's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. Got pulled over on an on ramp. Cops walking up. Hey, Pat. What? You may want to take the panties off your head. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, next question is. Oh, this is from David Schollenberger. Ah, our, uh, our Mr. British balloon Man. Balloon uh, play kiss, marry, kill with the other three.
2: Oh my oh. God. <laughs> Ouch. This is going to be rough. I'm going to go first that way in case all of us pile on the same kill. Like <laughs> I'm not the last one to go.
0: Okay. Go ahead, Josh. Oh Jesus
2: Fuck.
4: Christ. I'm going to go first. Okay. Joel, so we to show 400 at the <laughs> last.
2: <laughs> we well, go with the obvious. Joel uh. and I were practically common law married. So that one's obvious. Joel is the Mary. Patrick was my first roommate, so we're going to have to go kiss, and I'm sorry, Mike. You're the last one. You're the Uh-oh. one who didn't live with, so you get killed. by uh, by uh, Just by elimination of who's lived with you. Oh. Yeah. Uh. But I didn't want to be the third, in case the other guys say they're going to kill you, I didn't want to be the last one to say it. Let's say, I would not be surprised.
1: <laughs> I'll go last, because if anybody's going to burn this podcast down, it might as well be me. Joel, <laughs> you're up.
3: Well, I was, I was using kind of the same logic as far as Mary, because Josh and I Live together, we did it for quite a while, had minimal issues.
2: Together. I want to clarify when he says yes. did it, we yes.
3: live together. <laughs> So yeah, I I uh as far as the other two, um I've kissed both of them. So, uh I'm guessing Patrick would probably prefer to be the one killed than Mike because Mike's got kids and wife and all that. So <laughs> I'm going to kiss Mike and kill Patrick?
4: Nice. Sorry, Patrick, okay. That works. I, um,
3: I love you. I don't want you to die, but it's a game. So. <laughs> hey, whatever. All right. So, okay,
0: since Pat said he's going last, kiss Mary, kill. Oh, uh Okay, so kiss, I'm going to have to go with Pat because we already have. Mary, I'm going to have to go with Josh because, Joel, if I was married to you, I would fucking kill you. Because <laughs> if you don't know how to mute your goddamn mic, who else, what, you, what else are you doing that will annoy the hell out of me? And then, yeah, marry Josh and
3: kill Joel.
1: All right, Pat. Um, hmm.
3: He's like, I'm just going to kill you all.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck all three of you and kill myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd have to go with. Uh, well, I've already, I've already kissed Mike and Joel, so definitely, I guess I got. That's the only way I'm ever going to get to kiss Josh. So let's do that. Um, and then I guess I, I yeah. Wait, no, no. If I, it, you, you guys are talking about living with him, so like, if you fuck him, does that mean you have to live with him?
2: It's not fuck Mary Kill. It's kiss Mary Kill.
1: Yep. Kiss Mary Kill. Yeah. So you've already, oh, yes. you've
2: already kissed me. So you have to marry one and kill the other. Oh.
3: Yep. He took fuck out of the equation.
2: Oh. Thankfully. He just didn't want to have to envision that. Yeah.
1: Marry or kill. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
2: Bring out the gimp.
4: Gimp sleeping. <clears throat>
1: All right, I guess I'll kill Mike just to do him a favor. He's the one that, that talks about one sweet release of death every now and then more. Than, more least, than you? It, uh, no, I was going to say sec- second, more... no, secondary to me, you're the next one that even talks about it. So I'll do All you a right. little favor. That means I have to marry Joel. Uh, yeah. See, that'll be, you... see I'm, I feel like I'm punishing him just as much as I'm punishing myself. <laughs> you, so. you Come
0: on, man. You've already lived with me.
1: That's why I'm not doing it again. He's lived with me,
3: too. (laughs)
1: I was gonna say it sounded more insulting
2: when he said he was gonna marry
1: Joel. He was like, "I guess I'll marry Joel." God. <laughs> Marrying uh, me is obviously punishment. So you know, like you know, take I, it. I,
3: I lived with Patrick also. So that yeah.
1: was fun. That was more fun than I thought it was gonna be.
3: That was that was good. I
0: like that. Uh. All right, Sarah. Again, thank oh, no. you. This is for Pat. You're okay. known for having a discerning taste with the topics that us four talk about. What are some things that you really love?
2: I mean, I can't talk Many about
0: hours that, later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he
2: is I only motivated by hatred. I knew it.
1: <laughs> I can't talk about something that I have a love hate relationship with because that doesn't really, it has to be all love. Yeah. What are some like things that you Because love, love? like? Yeah. Po- poker is 100% yeah. love hate. Things I, that you're like,
3: that warms your cockles. Yep. Not just your cockles. All of you. Yeah. But your cockles as
1: well. This is going to take a while. I mean, how
2: that, are you dude. blanking on this? Because I think I know the answer. What would you say then? Go ahead. I would guess you would say Wizard of Oz.
1: Well, I'm, that's well, part of the problem is I'm trying to think of like, do I go with that specific or do I say movies or, or specific, like comedies? Like, how, I mean, do, is, is it a one specific thing that I need to mention? I mean, because, yeah, because Wizard of Oz always makes me happy every single time I see it. I mean, A League of Their Own always makes me happy every time I see it. Uh, the jer- things like that you know i mean yeah. some of my favorite movies and you know are, are things that obviously that that's kind of obvious it's always to, sunny yeah but i mean i'm trying to come up with something that's like um like less obvious than just something pop culture ejaculation um
2: <laughs> god forbid you talk about pop culture on this show
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I always talk about pop culture on this show. So I'm trying to see if I can come up with something like, um, you know what? Uh, honestly, uh, the Rockets, they, I mean, even when they stink, they're still my team. They've been something that I've been a huge fan of, uh, since I was, since 1982, when they drafted Ralph Sampson or 83, I'm sorry, 83, when they drafted Ralph Sampson. And then they drafted Akeem Olajuwon in 84. So since then, I've been a big fan of them, right? uh, Ride or die, live or you know, rain or shine, whatever, when they suck when they're good. So they always, you know. Even when they lose, sometimes you know it's still fun to watch. I guess I'll nice. go with that. The Rockets. That's okay. a good answer.
0: All right. So let's see. That was number eleven. We are on to number ten, <laughs> Patrick. This is Don't from sh- oh not not a cop, not a cop again, not a cop again. When was the first time you got high? With who and what drug?
1: Oh my God! Do you even remember? Yeah, I can hundred hundred percent remember. Um, I was. 11 years old, uh, my sister was having her first big party at the house, and my parents were out of town. Um, she, cause she, she, was, she was a freshman in high school, and she had some of her friends over, and I was just running around being all, you know, obnoxious and annoying and everything, and just driving everybody crazy because I was younger than all of them. I was like five years younger than all of them. And my sister goes, you know, goes away for a little while, comes back like half an hour later, and instead of me running around being all annoying, I'm just sitting in the late, my dad's lazy boy, just staring at into space, they had shotgunned uh, a bunch of marijuana uh, joints that they had been smoking into my little eleven-year-old face, and <laughs> and got me high. And like, so my sister comes back into the ho- to the room, and she's all like, "What did you guys do to my little brother?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, he's not being annoying anymore." <laughs> so that began began my uh, lifelong love affair with marijuana.
2: How many years was it before you figured out how to be high and annoying at the same time? I couldn't say it was. Yeah. Straight. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: That's a valid question. That I almost question. got through it without <laughs> coming <cleaning> up.
4: <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I, love
2: it. I withdraw my question. So, Your Honor. <laughs> so,
1: so yeah, mm. from that early age on until with the exception of four years in high school and four years in college, when I was uh, religious and trying to be a good boy, um, it's, I pretty much smoked daily.
0: All right. All right. So that was 10. We are on to 12. This is for Josh. Oh. From, from oh no. Sarah. Oh, oh yeah.
2: She oh, she Here we go. <laughs> what does she already Josh, know?
0: I love you and I'm proud of you of getting to your 400th episode. Do you ever think you would get to 400 without killing each other? No. Yeah. I, I mean, I need to think <laughs> about Next <that>. question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I... I I was surprised when we made it a year. Uh, uh, I was surprised again when we made it to 100. And, I mean, you guys know there there are times where we... Uh, we never really talked about shutting the show down, but, like, I, I thought it would happen if you would said, like, you're still going to be doing this in 2021. I'm pretty sure that there are a few points where I would have disagreed.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you. There's There are multiple times where I'd finish a show, and I'd go upstairs and talk to Suzanne and be like, I'm done. The end you know whatever but you know what guys I mean we have been friends for 30 years
3: it's getting close to that now I think
0: yeah isn't it? around 30 years pretty close yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Close yeah. enough yeah. that you can like, round up yeah like
0: 20 yeah ish whatever but I mean to the point where it's like you know even Suzanne was like you guys have been putting up with each other's shit for so long you're gonna let this bullshit get in the way and I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know,
1: at this point, it's got to be something pretty epic to cause yeah. a rift. I for mean, some, I was we, gonna say, for something
0: to shut us down, it would have to be
3: earth-shaking. We get it in, in, on each other's nerves. We we actually do disagree and and get upset at times. Often no, we don't, but <laughs> Tio Papi. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, we've known each other long enough that I mean, it's not unlike a marriage where you just kind of work things out. Yeah. I'm grateful to still be here with you guys and happy that we're still
0: talking to each other every week. Fuck you.
3: Sorry, I couldn't help it. I had to be that voice. (laughs) I had to be that voice just once.
0: I'm surprised Josh didn't step in quicker. I was muted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So question number 16. This is from your Boy Something Fruity here to fuck stuff long dick style. (laughs) Never change, Fruity. How do you pronounce... No, it's going to give away. How do you pronounce?
2: So this was obviously a question for you.
0: Obviously for me. (laughs) Caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? Oh,
2: I I have an answer to this one. Okay. Because I've thought about this at length. Like if I'm just talking about it as an ingredient, it's caramel. It's always caramel. Like if it's uh, caramel and chocolate, it's caramel. But if it's an apple,
0: it's caramel. That's a good rule. It's a caramel apple, but it's... uh, As an
2: ingredient, otherwise it's
1: caramel.
3: Yeah, it's sea salt caramels. Aluminium. Ah.
1: Uh, you can blame it- that on the Rolos commercial.
3: I mean, I I say caramel most of the time, but I will admit there are occasions where caramel will pop into it. But usually, what I'm talking about, like like Patrick mentioned, like a like a candy of some sort, yeah, where it comes up that way. But I'd say probably seventy five percent or more of the time, it's it's caramel.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. caramel most of the time. And
3: he also asks about pecan.
0: Is there a different way to say pecan? Pecan. pecan. Oh, pecan. Pecan. Pe- I
1: say pecan like when I'm joking around, but when yes, I'm serious. It's I, pecan. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, I say pecan unless I'm kidding, and I'm like. Get me some of that pecans.
2: Yep. All right. I'd walk a mile for a caramel. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I don't fall for that. Catam-
3: you think a chocolate caramel? I no? like
2: that too, but you're no guessing. <laughs>
0: Question number fifteen. Ironic that you're doing uh, Marx Brothers jokes here. This is from Will Z from Illinois.
2: Hey, Zappy! Hey.
0: What movie must have a reboot so you can do an awesome show about it? Oh,
1: oh,
0: yeah. That We've talked about this, blown, Mr. Will.
1: I'm really. I, I'm hoping they do a very good Clue remake.
0: We've discussed this before. And, and it's on there, and I know that Ryan Reynolds is attached to it. But it's, I'm kind, of hopeful. Like Jim,
1: it's kind of like a Jim Carrey at his at the height of his power. That like If they rein him in just enough and they do it, I mean, it could be perfect. But if they let him it, run away with it, it. Yeah.
0: Here's my hopefulness is like this yin-yang thing. It's like there's just enough hopefulness, but,
1: oh, it can also be awful. But, I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's such an ensemble cast of a movie that it, it, every single role is crucial. You know, yeah. As far you as have as to cast. get
0: every because every single character has correct on this which is probably why we've been sitting on this for what four or five years now
1: but that's my immediate gut pick. Yeah,
0: I'm going with I'm going with Pat Clue. Hmm. I'm
3: I'm I'm thinking so. I spit on your grave.
2: There are that's movies. Been done. Oh, there are movies that I would like to see them get another crack at, just because the original was so bad. Like uh, probably Mac me. Biggest... <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*. That's oh. not my answer. I would also like, in terms of like the current social con uh, conversation, like to see a remake of *To Kill a Mockingbird*. But that's mm. also not my answer. My actual answer, partially because the original was so incredibly star-studded that I would like to see them do it again, modern, would be Francis Ford Coppola, 1983,
3: The Outsiders. Oh. Wow. That
0: would actually... Currently, there's a on HBO there's Outsiders and there's Outsiders the novel cut there's two different versions on there right now and Outsiders man had such an amazing cast though
2: and that book was like formative to me in like the 7th 8th grade level uh I, and just like looking back on it like i watched it a couple years ago and like i knew it had a huge cast but you look at it and realize how big everybody in that cast is i'd love to see them find a whole new generation of people that are going to be the huge stars in like 2030. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, following that same logic, um I'm thinking the dirty dozen. Ooh, could be interesting yeah. with yeah. the Current cast of people that we have to choose from right now, you could get, you could pull together a, a potential franchise, i.e., kind of like the Expendables, but you know, get some bigger names
1: involved. Oh, real quick to, for the Outsiders, how about uh, Timothy Chalamet as Pony Boy?
2: Mm.
1: I mean, was anybody when they did
2: the Outsiders as big as Timothy Chalamet is now?
1: No, but I mean, the the guy who plays Pony Boy is kind of your your uh, your anchor. Your, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I was just trying to think of oh. a young hot name. Sorry. So now Thirty Dozen would be awesome them to watch Dirty
0: dozen i would love to see them and that, again that would have to it's it goes in the same thing as clue it's an ensemble cast you have to have yep. everybody wow all right so question number 14 sarah from oh, hoffman no. estates <laughs> this is for mike this oh. is a
1: random number generator huh
0: yeah no it's <laughs> yeah
2: i could just call her in from the other room and have her throw questions <laughs> yeah.
0: what is your favorite tiki drink and why is it a zombie oh, uh,
4: oh. <laughs>
0: I hate to tell you Sarah, my favorite tiki drink is not a zombie. It's a mai tai. Mm, What's in a mai tai for mai those of us so who good. don't know. White rum or uh white rum, orange juice, triple sec, lime juice, bitters and five spice syrup. So it's kind of like tropical-y sort of thing. It,
1: it, yeah, you can put a bunch it, of yeah. different types of rums in it and yeah, and, yeah. and I'd and say stuff.
0: probably yeah. I have I have a great respect for Don the Beachcomber and what he did with creating the zombie, but I prefer to when i when i go to a a tiki place uh my current favorite even though it's shut down now was tiki cat out in kansas city um my number two is probably a uh singapore sling
2: okay those are you so you're more of a classic tiki guy
0: oh yeah yeah i'm a Don the beachcomber type of type of uh, tiki guy number three I, i would say honestly a zombie is probably number five on my list after um a Don's own grog and a piña colada.
2: I mean that makes sense like my tiki drink of choice is the zombie but a lot of tiki places limit you to two. Right. Because most tiki drinks are right around 40 proof and the zombie's 80.
0: Yeah. And and yeah, a zombie's like rum and rum. And 151. 151. Rum on top of that. Yeah. I mean, there's a good reason they limit you on the zombies. But I, when I, when I go out, I want, if I'm going to a a Tiki bar, I want to sample as much as possible. I don't want to get like two of the same drink and be shut down for the night. Uh, I will say when, um, when uh, Tiki Cat was around and I'm super glad that I got like, I have like Tiki Cat mugs that I bought when I was there that were like custom made just for that place. But if you ever find a Tiki bar. And it ask who helped make the menu, and if it's Martin Kate, uh, he's the guy who does Smuggler's Cove out in uh, the West Coast. Probably the most influential guy in the tiki culture outside of Down the Beachcomber. He he's I won't say he's single handedly responsible, but he's really responsible. I mean the, for the fact that there's more tiki bars showing up all over the place uh, is because of Martin Kate. He's the one who kind of like brought that resurgence back to everybody. Um, though I will say, while I did say that. Tiki Cat is my favorite bar. Holokahiki <laughs> will always be my number one Chicago place.
2: Okay, I'm glad to hear that because I'm a Holokahiki guy and I kind of was wondering, like, is that the, like... Uh, my favorite hot dog is uh, like ballpark franks. No, no, no. Answer
0: no. I will tell you this because there are there are other tiki bars out in the Chicago land area, and Hale Kahiki has been around since 1967, 68, maybe right around right around there. Um, there's other ones in the area that are good, but specifically like downtown. If you're down, if you live downtown, three dots and a dash is the place to go. Lost Lake is another place to go. Holakahiki is like the classic tiki bar, and that's what I like about it. It's like no non—I don't say no nonsense, but it's like there's no uh, veneer over it, so to speak. This is what they do. They make tiki drinks. They, you know, it's kind of like you, Pat. Where you go, where you go, and there's no windows. There's no never any windows in a tiki bar because you're supposed to forget about what's going on outside and just focus on relaxing. Oh,
1: so. huh, that's interesting. Considering it's like. By nature, 101.
0: Yeah, no. The whole there's uh the whole thing is that uh, you know, you're you're in there, you're like enclosed, there's you're in this tropic paradise for a little while. It's cut off from the outside world. You don't have to look outside, see cars going by or whatever, and then you leave and you go back to your regular life. So well, it looks allocate. like
3: oh, I was gonna say it looks like Tiki Cat is planning on opening again at some point, but they closed down because of a dispute with their landlord, and that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're
0: you're looking are you looking on um
3: Kri Tiki? No, I was on KSHB TV's because I'm from Kansas City, so I didn't know where they were located. And when I saw they were in Westport, I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah,
0: Uh, but I I, was looking on there. I was gonna say if anybody out there want is you're if you're traveling, you want to know a good tiki bar near your place. There's a site called Kri Tiki, C R I T I K I. It's like a rating site for tiki bars. So
3: yeah, I just saw that and I figured you knew about it already, but I'm like, I'm gonna throw this in the chat just in case. Yeah, good stuff.
0: So so. all right, no next question number five. This is from I prefer to remain anonymous. Anonymous, who has been listening to us for over seven years. Wow. Have you ever had an idea pitched to you that was so stupid you said never in a million years? And why did you do it anyway, beso- despite a much better idea having been on the table for years? For the show? Maybe. I
1: was going to say, or for life, because For yes. life.
0: <laughs> hey, Patrick, remember that idea you had back in college where people can just come in and smash TVs?
1: Oh, my God. I'm so That's... upset about that one. <laughs>
0: Aren't you glad you followed through?
1: All right, could you repeat the
2: question? Because I think I misunderstood
0: it. Have you ever had an idea pitched to you that was so stupid you said never in a million years? And why did you do it anyway, despite a much better idea having been on the table for years? So a really stupid idea that you said, let's go for it anyway. And the podcast is no longer an option.
3: I I mean, are we talking about shows in the podcast though? Because you've got like a ton in the hoppers that I think are
0: good ideas.
3: Maybe shows in the podcast. I mean
1: podcast shows or maybe just like
3: General ideas.
1: I'm going to say West Side Story.
3: (laughs) I still think we should do that because there's there's something there, but... Whatever at this point, you know. I keep
2: pushing for the Dallas show, and no one will go for it.
3: Uh. Well, I mean, you look at if you look at our list of of show ideas for things that are sitting there for us to pull one if we're having trouble coming up with something, and then we do the Cameron Diaz show, which we thought was a good idea at the time. Man,
2: did we get a lot of hate mail off of that one?
3: But right, and same thing with Peter Pan. It should have been a really good show, but
2: it's we sweet. hate it more than our audience does, though. Yeah. Correct, true, correct.
0: And if you are a first listener, okay, so Peter Pan. I mean, if, I think,
1: if 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 they don't even know there's anything wrong with it, most people don't even notice anything. Yeah,
0: that's true.
2: But we've told the story about how, like, uh, Patrick was pooping himself, <laughs> Joel didn't watch the second movie, and Mike was fucking hammered. So the second half of the show, I'm like, oh, my
1: God!
0: <laughs> I was like, y- you, you were just a delayed uh, reaction to my first half of the show. Patrick is literally doing this show from his toilet.
1: I was literally preparing for a colonoscopy in the morning, so, yeah. And I mean,
3: it was early enough on that it. I mean, you can blame some of it on, uh, you know, earlier shows. But, Pooping, but yeah. But Cameron Diaz, we couldn't have predicted because we are all like, oh yeah, people like Cameron Diaz; she's popular. You know, apparently
2: not. But all right. Not. Like, if question... we're not talking about the show, I'm I'm trying to think, like, answer this question seriously. But most of my bad ideas are not thought through. Like, there isn't a time where I'm like, yeah, that's a really bad idea, and then I do it anyway. If if I'm committing to a bad choice it is with no thought whatsoever
3: mm-hmm.
1: i'm kind of the same way yeah like
2: uh
3: i've got an example in <laughs> my own life if you want to get outside of the show go ahead. uh go for when it. My, my brother came to me and was like hey let's start a bar and grill <laughs> <laughs> i've got experience in the restaurant industry which he did i've got uh, connections in the industry which he did uh and uh you know i there was there was a moment at least one moment in my brain where i was like this isn't a good idea and my dad was like you know Families and business a lot of times don't mix, but I'll leave it up to you boys. What you want to do? And uh, yeah, here we are. I, I I no longer have a restaurant, and a lot of other stuff happened. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's an example. Uh, yeah, let's most of my about m- that most of my
1: bad way. ideas were things that I didn't think were a bad idea at the time when I was doing it. It turned out to really be a bad idea. Right? Something else. I'm There's like, a galooli at the door. Like like one of my famously <laughs> most worst ever ideas. You know, non romantic ideas. Uh, was opening up my food truck. My restaurant experience you know that i had and it totally failed and everything i don't know that was a
2: bad idea like that's what i'm
1: saying it didn't feel like a bad idea at the time but it certainly you know i mean just looking at my life it was certainly a bad idea We give you
2: a lot of shit about that the idea wasn't the problem it was like you just weren't in a spot where you could survive a couple of bad hands when it came to what can happen when you start a business
1: oh right yeah but i'm I'm still saying i mean just it's a bad idea just just going strictly by results is all I'm saying
3: the, the idea right. itself was fucking awesome your food I mean I've said this before and I'll say it again you're a, amazing like with food you make good shit and right. you had a good quality product that people should be able to enjoy
1: yeah I you mean, just I, had I a don't, series I, of shit bad Yeah, exactly things like I, don't, I don't feel like it was the the food that, that shut me down not no. at all yeah yeah no, no. not even the slightest I know that was the best thing I had so it was all outside factors but
3: you got skills sir
1: well thank you but i mean i'm just i'm just talking just strictly like you know looking at the the long-term results yeah obviously it was a mistake so yeah that would be the one i picked too
2: i don't know if mike's got one i want to hear from mike because i have one before we move on
0: uh hanging out with us no no i've had a lot of time to reconcile that No, I I would say it sounds awful, but going to Concordia, going to college for the degree that I, I currently have and have never used.
2: Okay, picking um, that particular major at that particular school.
0: Picking that particular major at that particular time is I had a lot of opportunity to uh, ditch out on the major that I had and eventually just got literally talking to Gail, Gail Goodwin at Concordia. I love you to death, man. If you're a listener, that would be really weird if you were. Um, <laughs> but I. Uh, just literally at one point going, what'll get me out of here quickest? And he was like, this class, take this class. You got this degree, you're out. I'm like, all right, fine, sign me up, I'm out. Um, That was the biggest thing. But the other side of it is, if I hadn't gone to Concordia, I hadn't done that pathway, this is that yin-yang thing again. I would have never met my wife. I would have never met you guys. I would have never have had the amazing adventures of Cave Ninjas and the apartment and all that other awesome stuff that we did. And I don't know where the hell I would be. So it's like that, yeah, that really sucked. But on the other side of it, I think the benefit of what I gleaned off of it in what I got is a wife and three guys who I can say I've been friends with for most of my life you know it kind of paid off
2: it's funny because my example did not pay off at all <laughs> sounded like a good idea at the time was, uh my third trip to new orleans two of us had gone Ooh. before the third guy we said the first thing we got to do is go to pat o'brien's now pat o'brien's is a famous bar in new orleans the birthplace of the hurricane Another ah, okay tiki adjacent drink it's got a famous fountain that shoots fire so we get off our plane at like 11 a.m By noon, we are sitting in front of the fountain at Pat O'Brien's. And I am hammering hurricanes because they are delicious. They are alcoholic fruit punch. Yeah, they are. I have like five. (laughs) This already was a bad idea. The next decision was the worst because I walk onto Bourbon Street and a couple doors down from Pat O'Brien's, there was a cigar shop and I got the biggest, blackest cigar I could find. Oh, no. And I smoked that fucker all the way back to the hotel.
3: Oh, God.
2: The other guys checked in. I'm there. I am probably Positioned by a uh, prostitute on Bourbon Street. I'm so fucked up, I don't even know what's going on till later. Finish my cigar, go back to the room, and I'm not feeling so great. The combination of really nasty cigar and fruit punch is not sitting so well in my 3 p.m. stomach. So I grab a little green bottle off of the hotel sink, and I chug the fucker. (laughs) I realize that it is not mouthwash. (laughs) It is meant to be like mineral spirits to clean your hands. Oh, God. And I immediately reenact the exorcist all over that hotel bathroom. (laughs) It's my third worst hangover. I missed the first day of vacation entirely. I couldn't go out to dinner with the other two guys. And then the next day at breakfast, I was starting to come back.
3: I'm just feeling kind of sick just thinking about all that It is
2: not a good like it's the worst taste I've ever had this combination once I was vomiting of the mineral oil the tobacco and the hurricanes and the bile it was like I was literally reverse eating garbage I don't know Mm -hmm. how I feel is that because
0: I was kind of responsible for the first two worst hangovers that you've ever had so at least I was there I was there for them
2: No, Matt Brown was really responsible for number one and and Dan Wyland gets a uh, the assist because he bought the mints Oh shit! The worst was the Rumpelmint Samurai, which I've told on this show again. You yeah. can go way back. I, I think I've told it twice.
0: But All right, this is so, fun. Question number seventeen. <laughs> God, this is from Yvonne from New Zealand. Hey, hey Yvonne. Yvonne, we We're love you. We're just talking to
2: him today. On yeah, Discord.
0: Hey, uh, his question is: Does Pat still have a food truck? Oh no! <laughs> what kind of food? He owns a small cafe that's been running for a couple of years. He's thinking about getting a coffee cart. Any advice from Pat? Actually, good... he and I
1: he and I talked about this over over DMs one night. it. It. we've had a long discussion about this
0: yeah the I'm guessing the responses don't
1: <laughs> no and no, I just gave him a whole bunch of good advice as far as what I you know so, learned
3: well for the listener though that, yeah. that maybe doesn't know
1: no I do not have my food truck anymore I had it for about a year and a half about eight months of which I was able to actually be on the road I had all kinds of mechanical difficulties and unscrupulous uh, mechanic and it cost me everything that's the mm-hmm. short version yep yeah. yeah
3: all right so moving on <laughs> yeah, good'm Having a little uh cafe thing. That's cool.
2: That got a little Thanos there for a second. I know, right? The food trick. What did it cost you? Everything. <laughs> Everything.
0: So, uh Karen and Kenosha.
3: Oh, Karen.
0: Yes. If oh, you we could love bring... Karen. We do. Karen's awesome.
3: Yes. She wants Christmas to know cards
0: every year. If you could bring back any show for one more season, what would it be?
3: That's a Free... loaded question.
4: Oh. Fresh
3: that is a loaded my, question. That's
0: my, Freaks and Geeks? Yep. Really?
4: Yep.
3: Because some shows shouldn't come back. True. And, and when they do, they they are awful, or sometimes they come back and they redeem themselves. Like the new season of Dexter so far has been uh, really great. I'm enjoying it.
1: And Family Guy did, uh, did it twice. They came back twice, right? One time it was for good, one time for bad. Mm-hmm. Futurama yep. came back twice, both times good.
3: Oh, the finale for that was chef's kiss was beautiful one of the best finales i've I seen said,
0: what i'm trying i'm trying to think <sighs> yeah because a lot of I stuff said, is coming I back.
1: freaks and geeks because it had a great cast it had really good stories um it, let, it ended on a cliffhanger and it only had one season that's
2: a really good answer i have a batshit crazy bonkers answer in response
0: <laughs> my mother the car
1: Danger oh, mouse.
2: no no my answer is prior's place
0: Oh, they my God. decided
2: to take Richard Pryor, the foul mouthed, obscene adult comic, and give him a Saturday morning cartoon show. Not only would we get to see more of Richard Pryor in 2021, and I'd just love to see what that guy would say because he's one of the greatest stand ups of all time. 100%. But the fact that they gave him a children's show in the first place was so fucking insane. I just want more. Yeah.
1: N- not to bring this discussion down, but hasn't he lost the, the power of speech by now? I think. Oh, I mean, he's on.
2: been dead for a while. Like. This is like any show. Like, you can magically resurrect right. Richard Pryor. Right, right. right.
0: My choice? This is mm. going to sound ridiculous, but bring it to the effects and technology that we have now. But Auto Man, oh, yeah, I liked Auto Man. Redo Auto Man with a with a a crime fighting cop with his internet enabled partner type of thing. I think that would be a lot of fun.
3: Okay, I got it. I I, I you, thank you, Mike, for that because you you brought me back around. Are you going to say Manimal? Nope, nope. But I mean, I enjoyed Manimal too. Shagunator with a TV show. No, I think I think we needed one more season if. If Dean Stockwell is still alive, we need one more season of Quantum Leap to bring Sam home. A hundred percent.
2: Shit, Joel just gave the correct answer.
3: Yeah, but fuck it. If Dean Stockwell's gone, we you know how you gonna how you gonna do it now? Either, either that or sliders,
2: dude. If I'm bringing back Richard Pryor, you can bring back Dean Stockwell. Yeah, I I, was, <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you, Joel. Good
1: point. Or oh, I also want to throw out uh, Game of Thrones, but I get to write it. Because we're not bringing those. It's going to be so dragons.
3: much nudity. I, I thought it was bad before. Now it's just straight up hardcore dragon porn.
4: <laughs>
1: dragons
3: <laughs> fucking cars. What the hell? We've got the, the uh, Targaryen uh, prequel show coming out soon. So we'll see. Right. All right.
0: So next one up is question number one. Uh, from Carrie in North Aurora Who's been
3: listening for Four to three years He's currently oh, chained to a radiator in a, the room st- in I don't know saw. why you
0: keep su- suggesting That he's it's it's not that Carrie No, it's not run. that Carrie And it's an actor, not a character, dude Uh, He says, no question, just want to thank you For not making this 43-year-old feel so old You're welcome Oh. We appreciate you, Kerry. Yeah. Wait
2: till sixty going on sixteen. <laughs> yep.
0: And Kerry, I'll keep an eye out for you at Jacquelita Tacos. Jack will eat a lot of tacos? Jacquelita Tacos. It is the best damn taco place in North Aurora.
1: Are you stalking one of our listeners? Apparently.
3: Maybe. It's
1: gonna chain them to a radiator.
3: <laughs> Give him a rusty saw and would you like to play a game? Oh right. that's more games. Yeah, David Schollenberger. <laughs>
0: David Schollenberger has another question for us. Which of you have been in jail? And if so, what for? I think we kind of covered this one in the crime one.
1: Uh, We did not.
3: We didn't exactly.
1: I have been in a holding cell. I didn't go to I didn't go to general population, but I was in a holding cell for 17 hours when I got uh, pulled over for speeding, and he smelled marijuana, and he asked me if I had any marijuana on me, and I showed him one joint, and he arrested me for one thing, and it basically it got expunged. I passed the drug test. I paid my I mean, all that ended up happening from it was my lawyer made two thousand dollars.
2: That seems about right. Yep. Yeah, I have uh, not been to jail as an adult. Ooh, uh,
3: he qualified it
2: yep and i'm done answering <laughs> uh,
3: i can say i've never been to jail other than to visit i've never been there as a person yeah. being detained in any way
0: joe i'm with joel i have never been to jail and or prison so next question what question was that that was number one, one. No, right. no 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 one was uh, the the nice uh comment. number two now we're in number four this is from dr fuck
3: Hey
2: That's it's me be, that's gotta be Nanom
0: loss. That's me. So uh I
3: didn't actually ask a question. Fuck.
0: I'm I'm I think we're gonna anybody it's can get it out on safe. this one. Have you ever had an STI or STD? No. Oh. No. Uh uh-uh. I've been tested, but no. I had a urinator tract infection once. That was a bitch. I'm I'm pretty safe. All right,
2: next question. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick was suspiciously <laughs> silent, and we are moving on.
0: Karen and Kenosha, forty going on fourteen. The movie.
3: Who plays you? Uh, I played this game before on my first podcast I was on. Yeah, you said Samuel L. Jackson the last time, you bitch. No, I did not. We had the listeners decide, and it was a f- it was a fun little game we played. Pee Wee Herman. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, they 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 all voted, and I ended up being played by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I love Great. that huh. strange choice. Huh? So we're asking, so there, so we're being asked who's playing, who who's playing we would us. want to play us Who's playing us. Yeah. Like ourselves or who we'd cast in the other people's roles. Who no, would role play role. specifically ourselves?
2: Okay. I think it's weird that Joel would be played by a Stephen Buscemi, but I'm kind of there for it. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, who would, who was it that played, uh, played the, the bald guy in, uh, oh shit. You're going to say I, I am.
3: Yep. Uh, because I was going to say, I think that, uh, Todd Luizzo would be a, a reasonable choice. Yeah, yeah. That's his name. Dick from high fidelity. I mean, he's done a bunch of other stuff. He was on, uh, uh, Santa Clarita diet, uh, Jerry Maguire. Um, but yeah, he kind of, he, at least in that movie, is he definitely would fall into a, a Joel esque category for sure. So I'd agree with that one, Patrick. Okay.
1: I think I think if people had to pick for me, it would be a, a pick of Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen,
3: yeah. The yeah. first thing but I was thinking.
1: If, if I got to pick for myself, I would pick Martin Starr.
3: Oh, now see if if we made the movie like thirty years ago, I would cast. Um, steve gutenberg as as mike or
0: well, you could still cast steven gutenberg as me
3: or it's... a young paul Reiser, but nowadays hmm. nick nolte
0: for me <laughs> <laughs> hello pants um i don't know this for a minute i got i mean that that's that's really I'm trying a thing to think
1: of who was a who was a combination of john c mcginley and michael richard
2: yeah because i honestly think beekerman <laughs> for me and pat both like seth rogan and jonah hill read for both roles
0: yep yeah
2: and one of them gets one of us and the other one gets the other i think jonah hill ends up playing me and seth rogan ends up playing pat what about but i think they both read for both
3: what about charlie day for you no for mike oh god no <laughs> i don't know I was just throwing out a random name of somebody who's kind of uh we find funny crispin glover like, uh, uh it's not, it's not Michael horrible. J. Fox. You, you don't have nearly enough Parkinson's. You don't know that. Charlie Day no, and true, Michael J. Fox
1: are both too short. Like
3: that's that. true. Yeah, Michael isn't exactly um, short. Klaus Kinski. I don't <laughs> are you pulling these, I, I don't know. I'm just pulling I'm throwing strange actors. character actors out of your butt. I mean,
0: I'm trying to think of character actors. Uh I don't even know. I'm like, all right, I'm
3: doing a quick. search. Okay. here.
2: I kind of think if we're casting for Mike that as he looks now, even though he's a little young for the part, I think a modern day, Jason Biggs could pull it off.
1: Mm.
3: It's not a bad, that's not a bad suggestion.
1: I was going to say oh. Tim Allen. I like Jason I, Biggs better. Yeah. Tim Allen's too old.
3: I could. I could pull it. I, you know what? I'll go with you. Jason Biggs. I mean you're right he's he's just a hair too young. Now if we were going like the like the college years or something Mike Jesse okay. Jesse Eisenberg could play Mike. Je- oh
2: yeah. Oh. Okay, I could see it. Yep.
3: Jason Biggs was born
0: in 78. So, yeah, so he's my younger so, brother's age yeah he's younger he's older than my younger brother but still i could see jason Biggs. jesse yeah i could see that the kind of like the the neurotic type of uh
3: but likable you know funny good timing but okay. yeah a little a little neurotic
0: so, so we got jason biggs for me steve buscemi
3: for joel <laughs> no <laughs> no Luiso. who todd Luiso. dick from high fidelity Gotta look it up now.
0: Oh, I thought. Okay, but who played? Um, I thought you were always going with. Um, I'm just saying. that's who. What's cast. his name
3: from the heroin movie? Oh, Spud? Oh, Ewan uh, Bremer? Uh, yeah, because you're always like,
1: Spud's my soulmate.
3: But he's the character is, Ewan Bremer is way too tall. He's like, okay, 6'2. All right, I'll six six go with seven. Jason Biggs.
2: Jason Biggs, Todd Luiso, Jonah Hill, and, and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. To be determined as far as. 14.
3: Yeah, somebody make that poster. Yeah.
0: So, okay, number seven. And this is the last question. Number six.
1: And Jessica Chastain in the background is Sarah.
0: <laughs> Jessica Chastain for Sarah, and then um,
1: I'm uh, there for it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: who, who, who who did the mom from? Uh, who was doing the mom from? Um, Me. Archer. Oh, sorry. Oh. The mom? Yeah, from Archer.
3: Oh, Jessica I... Walters, you mean? Or... Jessica Walters as Suzanne. <laughs> Jessica Walters is dead. Oh wait, we're not. That's dude. Not that in
1: that end What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, this is fantasy casting.
0: Yeah, this is fantasy casting. Jessica Walters is yeah. Suzanne because she's always like, I have had enough of your shit. <laughs> anyway. All right. So last question from Karen and Kenosha.
1: I just learned
2: Jessica Walter was dead. Oh, yeah. dear.
0: You didn't know that?
2: No, I didn't. That was just this year. I didn't know that. Oh, damn. This I'm season sorry.
0: That season of Archer ago. All right. Last question, mm-hmm. if you could switch lives with one of the other guys for a day, who would you switch with, and what would you do?
2: Oh, God. Why? Why?
0: I literally, I would not oh, switch with any God. of you guys.
2: God. This is a, well, we have to. Like, I, I think that's our, all of our
1: real answer.
0: Yeah, if we have to, Patrick, you go first.
1: I will switch with Josh and eat nothing but chicory for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great answer. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: oh shit!
3: Is he just eating roots? Yeah, he's just <laughs> eating roots. Damn, Jimmy! What the hell? Huh? I don't like this question because I I love my life currently, so I don't really want to go anywhere else. Um. Hmm.
1: If you want to catch up on your sleep, just switch with me.
3: Well, I mean, it'd be nice to, to 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 hop into yours because if I had all your skills and I could like cook myself some really delicious food for twenty four hours and not have to worry about like gaining a bunch of weight because I I would leave the body and it would all be <laughs> you'd be stuck <laughs> with all the calories. I mean, that sounds like a a, a short staycation for me. So I'll, I'll take Pat
1: on that one. Yeah, but you're gonna. Well, you know what?
3: I, I get that there's some negatives, Pat. I get it.
2: <laughs> I understand. I'm take Joel just. To eat, to replace all the calories he didn't get when he was switching with Pat. (laughs) This is all based on spite, people.
1: (laughs) Suddenly, Joel sits down on the couch. He's just surrounded by boxes of hostess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where did all these little
3: Debbies? Mike? Uh, Bring us home, buddy. Bring us home.
0: (laughs) You know what? I would swap with Pat. Get that fucker a serious (laughs) nine-to-fiver. He would come back and be like, why am I in an office? What's going on? Why am I an
1: accountant? That's funny.
0: I, w- I would switch with Pat and just, like, get his shit to, you know, like, I would find you a job, find you a 401k, suddenly find, you know, I would, like, you'd come back and be like, why do I have all these responsibilities? Right. Dude, you have one day.
1: <laughs> I'm just oh, I- I- you'd be, be amazed day, with the shit
3: I-, I can get done in it, one you know,
1: day. If I come back to all those responsibilities, I just hang myself. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs>
3: He was just getting his shit
0: together, Patrick. Out of the three of us, who would get your who would immediately get you a job in twenty four hours? Oh yeah,
1: I know you would. That's what oh, I'm saying. Sure. I just hang myself.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right,
2: I think uh, this is going to be a super sized episode already. We got one more.
0: Uh no, that's ever that. Oh, wait, number was that number six? Yeah, that's, that's number six. That's the last of the people who identified themselves. All right. So, so, so I am
2: stoked for this. This is fun. I don't care if this is like a three-hour episode. I know. Mike cares yeah. a
0: little. No, I don't care. I got nothing tomorrow. I mean, I do, but whatever. Yeah. You're just it's, giving people advice on their health care. That's all. It's just work. And then, uh,
2: yeah. So All, all right. right.
0: We'll be back in a little bit, and we're going to get to the unnamed
2: questions. The grab bag, if you will. And I will.
3: I yeah. steal poppy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we are back, and we are back with the grab bag. These are all the questions. Well, not all the questions, but a chunk of the questions of people who did not leave their names.
2: And I asked this question right before we started, but I want to make it clear. If we didn't get to your question, it's because there are 76 more questions.
3: Yes. And whatever is left over, we will get to, but... uh... Just not all in this episode. So in so. 2031, we'll get to your
0: question. Yeah. So question number one. This is from somebody who's been listening between six to five years. We've heard how you got together, but was there ever a long period of time between any of you where you actually lost touch? And if anyone
3: did lose touch, how did you all get back together? <laughs> Is somebody, somebody been reading our autobiography or what? I know, right. right?
0: There was a good chunk of time where, let's say, probably 2000 to 2000,
1: 2013. Yeah. I mean, the short answer, the real quick version, the real quick answer to this is we lost track of each other for a long time, and, and this podcast is the reason why we are back to talking to each other again
3: yeah I think one of the things that at least as far as my my side of things is that as a catalyst is when I uh moved back to illinois yeah is when I reconnected
2: yeah i mean i I was out of contact with everybody like uh we weren't all even on speaking terms for a while um but this podcast, like, I think I'd reconnected with each one of you before we even started this. Yeah. Whether it was social media, like, I know Mike reached out to me on Facebook. Um, I, I can't actually remember, like, I know when Joel moved away, we'd already drifted to the point where, like, we didn't even see each other when he left Illinois the, the first time.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And Josh, you and I actually <clears throat> recorded a test episode of this podcast six months before we launched
2: right because we thought that uh you it was going to be you i and two other hosts and those two other hosts didn't work out yeah nothing against like this is way better than those two other guys would have been nothing against them and nothing against pat and joel this is like the best possible combination for 40 going on 14 it was just the
1: first choice Fuck this, I'm out.
2: <laughs> you were and so then, much better than the first choice, because I think both of you know who the first choices were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've talked about it. All fair.
1: I'm better than all the choices, maybe. Nothing against those
2: chat. guys either. It's just like, I'm closer to the two of you than I was to either of those two guys.
3: You know, I'm thankful. Uh, every, every week that we get together, I'm thankful that Mike had this concept that then turned into us getting together. And we do it as much for ourselves as we do for everybody else. And now, you know, we all get together and hang out periodically. We see each other more. We talk all the time. And we're back to where we were, as far as I'm concerned, or better than when we were in college, you know? Yeah. Like, we're family. I I really, I mean, for as much as the...
0: uh, Again, with the yin yang thing, as much as it's annoying to have to pluck out everything that Joel does in the background
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: of every of every show, I look forward to the hour of time that we have before we start recording where we just like unload and you know bitch about our lives and reassure each other and that sort of thing i'm I'm glad that we're back together,
2: yep yeah. And I think that first hour is key. I know there was a time where we were thinking about cutting it, and I insisted we don't. Mm -hmm. Another thing that's kind of wild, and I I hope this doesn't end up as a a more appropriate answer to a future question, but several times now uh, I have encountered spouses of listeners who maybe knew me uh, in person, but who listened to the show but had never seen me in person. This has happened twice now, once at one of my parties and once at Joel's wedding. And I think the funniest thing is when someone's like, I hear you talk, and it's so weird to me that you have a
1: face.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Because, yeah, they they don't, like, they just know me as a voice.
1: It's weird to us, too, that that Josh has a face. Isn't it
2: nice to have a face? Josh has a face? (laughs) That was for you, Pat.
3: I never look at his face.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, that was one of my favorite things. And one of our listeners, I'm not going to out them, someone who has already asked a question, their their spouse said it's, like, so strange to, like, I know your voice, but, like, it's weird (laughs) that there's a person with that voice. And I get it. All right. So
0: flipping to question number 49. <laughs> Wait, celebrity crush then and now. Oh, yeah. oh, this Elizabeth is so Shue,
1: Elizabeth shoe Elizabeth
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Pats.
2: Yeah, Pats that's is easy, bad. and uh, mine is a- almost similarly easy. Uh, I'm gonna say then is Angie Everhart. Now is Gal Gadot. Ooh.
3: I was not prepared for this question. Uh so I, I'm still thinking.
2: That's yeah, I know it's unfair because Patrick has a stock answer and I've given this immense amounts of thought. And I'm I'm don't
0: need to think a lot about this either, but Jennifer Connolly. Jennifer
2: Connolly is definitely a runner up for my then.
0: Yeah.
3: So somebody we had a crush on when up to sometime in two thousand. And then now, I, I know the concept of the show, but I'm just trying to put my brain in the right headspace because it's like, uh, who who would have been You're in thinking that too much, Joel? I I uh, if I
1: if I if I had to go with like a, my non-obvious, I'd probably say Samantha Fox for the then and Halle Berry for now.
2: Okay.
0: If Joel doesn't answer, I'm going to say Steve
3: Buscemi for both. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Julie Delpy for then. And uh I'm gonna say God, somebody, somebody was just
1: Somebody right? else we've never heard of for now. Yeah. D- I know well,
3: Josh Delpy. knows who Julie Delpy. Julie is. Delpy. Is that the one who I've played Tootie? No, Julie Delpy Killing Zoe and uh uh American Werewolf in Paris. Uh she was in the oh, Christoph werewolf in
0: paris That's what that's your throwback?
3: She was in Christoph Koslowski's uh trilogy uh in white.
2: Yeah, if you keep needling him, he will keep coming up with movies no one knows.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to hear now. He's like, oh, I I picked the the third train conductor in the the Stanislav movie. You know, like some, what? What are we talking? Pick somebody uh, normal, Joel. Uh, Steve Pick
0: Buscemi. Somebody in the
1: IMDb top one thousand.
3: Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I just did a quick search to see if anything jumps out of me. Uh, Alexandria Diodario.
1: Ooh, that's a, no, that's oh, a no, good answer. She is that's gorgeous. A, yeah,
3: and just quirky enough to not be like, like your typical kind of.
2: I pronounce it pretty D'Dario. girl. Diodario, yeah,
3: yeah, for sure. Is probably yeah, that's
0: probably right.
2: Oh, on. okay, I
0: I know who she is. All right,
2: okay. So next question number forty-seven. Wait, who is your now, Mike? I, I heard uh, Jennifer Connelly, or is it Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Connelly? Okay, for then and now.
0: Then and now, man.
2: Fair. Jennifer,
3: Jennifer Connelly. Elizabeth Shue. Yep. I'd also like to throw Hugh Grant in for the then.
2: Wait. wait. Well, don't go past this. Ask the question.
0: How have you influenced each other for the better? Oh. Mm. Have we? Have we? It's I know, next right? Next question. The hmm. answer is yes. Moving on.
2: Interesting. Because, like, I, I definitely think that uh, Joel has as much shit as we give him for his music and movies taste. I think he's pushed me to pieces of entertainment that while I don't like everything he likes, he's directed me to things that I like that I wouldn't have encountered on my own. I think in terms of how I've positively influenced others, like it's probably mostly through gaming. Like, it's such a huge part of my life, especially tabletop gaming. I have to imagine that some of that has been of benefit to at least Mike and Pat. Oh yeah. You
0: you have opened my eyes to a lot of different games.
3: What what was the question exactly again? Just
2: how have we influenced each other for the better? Like we've got lots of examples of how we're bad influences on each other. This is the opposite of that.
0: Which is what's making this conversation so hard.
1: Well, we're not good at saying nice things about each other.
3: No. No, I've always said we, we the way we show each other's love is by cutting each other off at the knees.
1: And the mm. first half reflects that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, there's, there's plenty of things that I wouldn't know about if it wasn't for the three of you introducing them to me. Um, I mm. don't want to just, like, you know, reduce us to, you know, pop culture sharing with each other. But I mean, that really is a large portion of our relationships.
2: You know, when we did the high fidelity show, uh, the now the guy, one of the characters said, you are what you love. And I honestly, I feel that. So I don't think it's a reduction to say like the pop culture stuff we share with each other being important is trite or whatever. I think that that's real.
3: Well, and it carries over. Like, I would have never probably come to Attack on Titan on on, on my own. Just this is just a, one example, but through that, I shared that with my kids, and my youngest son became a huge fan. Went off on his own, started reading the manga and and watching all the shows and doing the deep dive, and you know that was just some one thing that carried over that that now I share with him that we're gonna have. To hold on to to look back on it and say, oh yeah, I remember when we watch that uh, you know something we dig. It's it's part of our pop culture fandom as well. So just that's just one example. But uh, honestly, I just I think it's just the fact that I have the three of you around, like brothers. You know, yeah, that's how you've infected my affected my life. Infected my life. Yes, <laughs> that, that that actually makes a lot of sense right there. You are my STDs. <laughs> Jesus. Can't get rid All of right.
0: you. So, question number 33 Moment of truth. Joel, what? Did you grow up rich?
3: No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love this question.
3: <clears throat> I wish I could say that I did, but no. No, that's that's no. a running joke.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what started that running joke.
3: I don't even know that. It was just, that is it was like some random. Free... Like you
1: mentioned, you had something that was just kind of like
3: I had an elevator bucket. in my house growing up.
1: Is that what and it was? Is that what started the whole damn thing? I don't know if that's
3: what started it, but it didn't. It didn't exactly not perpetuate it, right? <laughs> but my father built that himself uh, out of necessity because we had a lot of elderly. Uh, people that
2: necessity and gold
3: <laughs> a lot of elderly family members and since the house had you know more than one floor it was just too difficult for them to get up the steps and we lived on a 45 degree angle hill and it was just problematic but no my, my father was self-employed his entire life outside of uh, uh, being in the military for a stint um, so not a lot of money in being self-employed
1: well, uh, I mean, Tony my, Stark was self-employed too.
3: Ah, uh, well. Um, and my mom was is basically been a, a social worker and or teacher, and there's not a lot of money in that either. So, I mean, you can take take but those. Princess
1: Diana was a social worker.
3: Yeah, you know, my mom's not a princess. She's not married to Prince Charles or any other prince.
1: Yeah, I, I like how you differentiated. She's not married to Prince Charles. She's a different prince
3: or yeah. a prince. <laughs> But anyway, so no, no, I was not. I was not poor by any stretch. I was middle class, but definitely not rich. No. All right.
0: Question number five, which is. it's a three part question. Oh, boy. oh, no. If you could pick any past Hollywood red carpet premiere to be an interviewer at, what movie would it be? who would be the first person that you interview and what would be the first question you would
3: ask? Well, oh, complicated. Wow.
1: Wizard I got this.
3: Oh, Josh, go ahead. Oh,
2: okay. No, no, go if ahead. Patrick has a serious answer, go oh, for it. No, it's not serious.
1: So yeah, Patrick's not
0: serious, <laughs> right.
1: Which of us, Judy Garland, would you like a cigarette? But that was-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a legit answer to this. Uh, for me, it would be the red carpet premiere of Casablanca.
0: Ooh, nice. And I would
2: ask Humphrey Bogart what his feelings are about the movie now that the war is actually over, knowing that like they were shooting it before the end of World War Two, like while the war was going on. Wow.
3: Wow. That's a fucking solid answer. Damn.
2: I have to reevaluate my bullshit mm-hmm. answer now. I mean, uh, it's okay if everyone else's answers are funny, but I just like had this
4: ready Uh,
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna circle back around to something that we talked about in the first half and and play like multiverse here so i'm gonna go to the reservoir dogs premiere i'm gonna interview quentin tarantino and ask him if he's considering doing a remake of the dirty dozen in the future
2: Mm, nice kind of inception him into being that him being his last movie perhaps yes
0: I don't Mike. know if this ever had a red carpet premiere, but Big Trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell and What's your favorite part of the movie? You know. Solid. Yeah. All right, question number 44. <laughs> what superpower would you like to have? Oh, this question. Mhm.
1: Invisibility. Or immortality, one of those two.
0: You do not. Want you to do live
3: not forever. want to live forever.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> the rest of my life dealing poker. No, no, no. I if if I was immortal, then I would do a lot more things. Like, no, like. No, wouldn't. I, Is that what's stopping you? you? No, I don't know no. how to. De- I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't, I don't. I really don't know how to describe it. But it's like I either want to die now, or I I, I want to live forever. It's like I don't. I want to get it over with. Or I want to know I don't have to ever worry about it.
3: I understand what you're saying.
1: Okay. Yeah. I feel that.
4: Yeah.
2: <sighs> I'm going to let uh, Joel and Mike go first because All right. uh, I think I have the answer.
0: I'm calling it. Okay. My superpower is the ability to make anybody shart themselves just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because Of course it is. No, no, no. Because no, think about it. You're getting, a, you're getting a speeding ticket. The cop walks over, and you're like, do you know why I pulled you over? And you're like, no, officer, I don't. Zing. And he shits himself just a little bit. What's he going to do? Keep going through it with the ticket and he, or be like, all right, you can go. There's a warning, and I'm going to go take care of the turds. The what turd what if somebody, right somebody now.
1: has a colostomy bag?
0: Tick-tock, sir. Well, the,
3: dude, I have been tick-tack. in – What are you talking about? I was quoting Harlan Williams, but I messed it up and I said TikTok, so. No,
0: I'm just saying that there's any situation that you can get yourself out of or put yourself in an advantage if the person that you're talking to shits themselves. If you are negotiating how much money you have for a new job and you're like, I want this much money, and then you go. Bing, and they shit themselves just a little bit. They just want to get the hell out of the room so they are 100% ab- agreeing with whatever.
1: I think it's better for, like, if you're in line for a beer. There's, like, seven people in front of you. You just make seven people poop themselves, and then they go to the bathroom. And...
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that, c- that can be something as mundane as that also. But I'm like, you know, if you want to get out of a ticket, make the cops shit themselves. If you want more money make the person you're negotiating with shit themselves just a little
1: bit. You want somebody to take their underwear off?
3: Yeah, but then do you want to...
1: Yes, he wants to. Let's move past this immediately.
3: <laughs> There's a problem there with that. Um. Well, t- uh, 12-year-old me would say invisibility. Uh, Slightly older version of me, like 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there, would want flight. However, current me... Uh, would want the ability to to stop time. That is just temporarily, not not is, permanently. the just
0: real take answer. a goddamn nap?
3: But just no. stop time at any time for as long or as, as short as you want. So you can either you know spend yeah, as much time as you want sleeping or whatever. Or...
1: That's one hundred percent the best answer. And if it was a real oh, question, I would one hundred percent pick that. Yeah.
2: You you think that's the real answer? But I got you. My superpower is I want the ability to have whatever question I ask, no matter how far-fetched, even if I'm asking about how can I get the following superpower, I want the answer. I can ask, how do I make this person respond in the way I want to me? I get the answer. Any question I have. And because this superpower can ruin your life, the first question I ask is what are the questions I don't want the answers to?
1: Uh Ah,
2: dude, I have given this so much thought over the last 10 years. I talked about how, like I was a little stressed because I hadn't prepared and deep dive for the show. This is the question that I have actually given so much thought to. And that's my power because like, if it is possible by way of physics or magic or whatever in your world, to get any other superpower? I ask how it can be done and it's mine. Any piece of information that can help me. Well, just I ask what it does, is and it's mine.
1: Just knowing the answer doesn't mean that you fulfill the conditions though.
2: Then I ask how to fulfill the conditions.
1: Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like They say, okay, well you have to climb Mount Everest, Everest 12 times. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to do that. you just like, oh, oh it's okay, like, so cool. that's how I could. Yeah.
2: How do I do that? What do I need to be able to do that? Mm. that's the thing is like so long as you're creative this power is the most powerful as long as you know the right questions to ask yes which is why i know it's dangerous to ask questions that can fuck you up permanently so the first one i ask is which ones don't i ever ask Nice.
1: But I mean, as much as I love that answer because I love knowing the answers to things, I mean, it doesn't necessarily automatically grant you those superpowers. But yeah, I see, I see what you're saying.
2: I mean, if any superpower is actually possible, then, then I know the way to get it. Nice. All right. Next
0: questions. Question number one What's a story that you have never told
3: on the show? I'm sure there's tons of them, but we usually tell them in context of whatever we're talking about.
2: I'm trying to think of one that doesn't betray a confidence
3: right or that's yeah. you know illicit in some way that could get us in trouble. Did we ever
1: tell the story about me jumping in the pool with the tuxedo on? Did we tell that one on the store on the show? Oh yeah, on the- store? I don't think we did, did. We tell that one on the sh- on the show. So, yeah, it was when Michael got married um, after the ceremony and after the reception and everything, we were hanging out at the hotel and uh, everybody went upstairs to get changed into their bathing suits and stuff and go and meet down in the hot tub and the in the pool and everything. So I came down. I had the, the stupid idea to just put my swimsuit on on top of my tuxedo. And I, I was the last one down. I came down in the tuxedo with the swimsuit on over it and just ran and jumped into the pool in my full tuxedo. Yeah. And Mike, you want to take the rest of it? (laughs) And then,
0: and then fast forward to the next morning when I.
1: So yeah, I swam the whole night in my, in in just in the whole tuxedo. When I,
0: when I'm about to leave for my honeymoon and I walk into the room where everyone else is crashing, you're like, hey guys, it was amazing time last night. We're taking off. I just want to say how much I love it. Why is this tuxedo soaking wet?
1: <laughs> you just rested your hand on the, the <laughs> tuxedo. I put my hand on it. Yeah.
0: So like, why is this wet? <laughs> <sighs>
1: so there's a story we haven't told.
2: All right. Yeah. So uh, question number wait. 43. Wait. Hang on. Just, hang wait, on. What? Whoa. Oh, okay. We, we should each have one of these. Maybe they okay. won't take so long, but like I got one. Yeah related to uh Mike's wedding but not the first one which I did make. But the wait, renewal wait, wait okay, of vows.
0: okay. Okay. Not my first wedding.
2: Okay, the first, not the, the second first, reception Yeah, The, the yeah. second reception, the renewal of vows, which I did not make it to. This is unfortunately a story that doesn't paint me in a super positive light, but I've never told it. Like you guys know parts of it. Um the months previous to this uh, I got into my second failed online relationship. This is pre-graphical like, graphical internet. Like, We've got browsers, but like, we were into BBSs. And I was really getting close to this uh, girl that I was talking to on a bulletin board service that Pat and I were both on. And we were talking like every single day. And I'm not sure why it had to be the same night is Mike's reception, but she wanted to meet, and I was like, you know, this person's a huge part of my life, and like, I, I, this makes me sound so shitty, which is the reason I haven't ever told it. But like, I, I got to her place, and I could not get the past the part where she was like three hundred and fifty pounds, and I, I like, I tried. I tried to soften the blow. I tried to not look disappointed when we first met. I couldn't. I was incapable. And like, uh, I remember Offspring, low self-esteem came on and she commented oh. how it was appropriate for the situation. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh, it turned the awkward up to 11. Thanks, and it, it fucked
2: me up so bad. Like <laughs> our apartment was in Forest Park. And for people that understand Illinois geography, her apartment was in Elk Grove Village. You. Wow. I walked from Elk Grove Village across the expressway back oh to our my apartment. God. Like after a couple of hours, I was just for the first couple of hours I was just like in my own thoughts and thinking and like I need to like process this cuz I feel shitty. But like this was not a relationship that could continue. But I feel like I'm a horrible person. And the last parts are like I can't feel my feet. Well, I tried to after about two and a half hours. I tried to call for a cab, and they refused to come to me. So I kept walking, and I called a couple more times. But after I'd been Did walking, you explain th- that you were white. <laughs> <laughs> after about Jesus. four, after about four and a half hours, I was like, when I tell this story later. I'm not going to say, and then I got in a cab and went home because I'm already halfway there. Mm. By the time I got back to the apartment, it was 10 a.m. My feet were so fucked up. I was unable to walk for a day and a half. And like most of you guys wouldn't have known this because like Pat knew about the girl and the BBS and Mike obviously knew I wasn't there. And Joel saw me the next day at the apartment. But like, I don't think anyone had the full story uh like why I was limping for like three days and didn't walk for a day after I showed up on foot at ten AM the next day. Oof So yeah, that's that's my answer. Yikes. All right. So moving on.
0: That was a lot heavier than I was expecting it to be.
2: Sorry. Yeah.
1: So was she. No. Oh. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Question wow. number seventy five. How do you avoid
2: being bullied? Wait. I tell them they're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? Ah,
1: sorry. How not- do you stay, stay out of my way, point Dexter. That's how Um, the main, the main way is first of all, like if you're just, this is a serious question. First of all, a sense of humor, be a, be very funny and people will just mostly just leave you alone. If you can make them laugh, everybody respects that. So even, even like the, the, the biggest bully in the world, if you can make him laugh, he won't kick your ass. Truth. Secondly, if you can't, if you can't be funny, then just be crazy. Like, I mean, you don't have to like be physically crazy and all get into an altercation with somebody, but just do things like, you know, I mean, put a, put a piece of chocolate in your, in your underwear, let it melt. And then, you know, stand up and run into
0: the wall for 13 times in a row.
1: Exactly. Like do do something that makes them think, okay, if I mess with this guy, there's a good chance he's going to mess me up. So, you know, like just, those are my two big points, you know, either be funny or be crazy.
2: I, I don't know. I was bullied a lot as a kid.
1: <laughs> I like, I, ch- I chose both.
2: <laughs> I, honestly, like, sometimes uh, just, like, trying to demonstrate from the beginning if someone's going to take that perspective towards you. Like, saying, do something where you're indicating I am going to go further on this than you are. And, mm. like, hope they don't call your bluff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh,
3: Hey, you guys have all listened to this show and or those of you who know me in real life uh, know my story. So I, I can't answer this question because I don't know.
2: Oh. Aww. It's, Joel's it's answer sad, it's is sad, I true. don't. Yeah.
1: yeah, It's sad but true because if, if there's anybody in our group we bully, it's Joel.
0: Okay, next question to keep this from getting too dark. It's,
2: it's, it's oh, we're taking this next one dark on purpose.
0: <laughs> Why didn't the rest of your boys join the show?
3: What boys?
1: Because we I, hate them all. No, uh, I don't know what other boys are. No, talk about the, 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 the guys that we always talk about in this. You know, like the oh, like yeah, like Shane, oh. like uh, Mark. Like some, know, some know, of them e. don't
3: want to participate. Some of them have passed away. Yeah,
0: um,
2: some
3: of them. Some of them are dead.
2: Uh some of them honestly, like were like we're the performers, like every one of us has done stand up or improv or both. We're actors in high school. A lot of the people we talk about were more on the tech side, they prefer to be in the background, they're not the performers mm-hmm. yeah like i i like I love jay I love brian but and I'm sure that in a short bursts, they could be hilarious on the show, but like every week. I am not sure that they would want that.
1: Well, they'd be the first ones to admit that they don't necessarily like the limelight. They don't, you know, they like being yep. being the people who support.
2: They're welcome if I'm wrong, but like I don't think I am.
1: Yeah, I mean they they are 100% more than welcome to do all the stuff that we do, but they they just they choose yeah. not to.
0: And everybody fell into their role. I mean, there's some of us that are 100% comfortable with standing in front of a crowd of people and there's some of us that are happy with just wiring the microphones.
1: And like in the case of like, you know, IGS, I mean we just wouldn't be able to do what we do without them.
3: Yeah, and they're all a part of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, When it comes to IGS, even Joel kind of takes a back seat, and I'm glad he doesn't for this.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, no question number
3: 53
0: 53 oh yikes here's here we go. in the era of me too Uh-oh. which celebrity is ruined to the point where you can't enjoy them anymore
3: oh god uh well I mean there's an obvious answer but I'm gonna go with one that's a little slightly less obvious I love Louis CK
0: what's the obvious answer but Bill
3: Cosby Bill Cosby. Uh, Um, but because he fell into that, even though I feel like his, like everybody, I mean, you could kind of say there's levels to it, but across the board, all of it is bad, but he did enough that I feel bad for liking him anymore. Um, and like. You know, it kind of makes me want to get rid of the two seasons of his show that I purchased because I really enjoyed his show and I liked his sense of humor. And uh, so, yeah, Louis C.K. would be my choice, sadly. Hashtag me too. Somebody else. Wanna um, jump in anytime, guys.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I, I've been thinking about this because a lot of the guys who were accused were people who I kind of thought were pieces of shit anyway. And Joel already said you, Louis CK.
1: Well, Louis, I, for me, for me, I'm not going to stop liking Louis. Just, I mean, because as you said, uh, there are levels, whether it's, you know, I mean, bad is still bad, but there are levels to bad. I mean, slapping somebody is bad, but, you know, shooting them is bad too, but it's obviously worse. So there Mm. are things that are worse, you know, and I'm not going to burn the guy's entire career over some indiscretions. I mean, stupidity. It's not like he, you
4: know,
1: I'm not going to play the game of, you know, how bad was what somebody did versus somebody else. But I'm not going to say what he did wasn't bad. But I'm also going to say it wasn't bad enough that I'm going to burn his him myself. I'm not going to say that you're wrong for doing it. I'm just saying that's my, my personal line. It's not that far, I guess. Uh,
2: because I think it would be a crime if no one mentioned him. I'm going to have to say Kevin Spacey oh Mm. yeah i mean kevin spacey went from being one of my favorite actors to like uh, when uh he blew up house of cards which i was watching religiously when he blew that show up and they had to kill his character off sorry spoiler it's not actually very good after his character dies Mm. right um and i
1: was I was i was watching that show too yeah
2: And, like, he's just, like, a joke now. Like, you see, like, his weird-ass annual YouTube responding to my accusers' uh, videos. And it's like, how did I ever have you as, like, one of my top living actors? So, yeah, like, honestly, like, even if he isn't the right answer, someone needs to say it.
3: And then there's people like... uh... Harvey Weinstein—that yeah, you can just fuck off.
2: Sure, he was just a name to me now. Uh,
1: before, but now he's like, oh fuck that guy.
3: Yeah, he 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 can fuck off. But I mean, yeah, Kevin Spacey—he
1: was, was a known secret for a while as far as far as his awfulness. Like, and, and you know, it was just a, a sad fact that Hollywood knew it was going on and let it happen until the pressure became too much. Mm. Um, I haven't,
3: I haven't watched any Kevin Spacey movies since that's happened. Not intentionally. It just kind of happened that way. And now I just, I don't know if I watched one, how I'd feel. So that's a good question. Anyway.
0: Yeah. All right. So moving on to something a little (laughs) bit lighter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which fantasy slash sci-fi world would you like to live in? Examples of like star Wars or Lord of the Rings.
1: Hmm. Hmm. You'd think I,
2: I would have thought about this one, but I don't. I need a minute. Hmm.
1: We well, Star Trek doesn't look too bad. Everything looks very clean. It's a utopia,
2: yeah. yeah. And uh, you've
3: got the holodeck and the the replicator, so you've always got food and fun things to go do in your spare time when you're not and, flying. Down space. And
1: you know, the fact that they got rid of money means there's a lot less stress and a lot less whatever you know. So,
3: I mean. My obvious answer is the world of Doctor Who, because, you know, Doctor Who. Uh, but I like your Star Trek answer. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go that route.
1: Uh, children of Men. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> the Road. Oh, God. Yeah, That's the thing is, I'm like rapidly ruling them out. Because most of my...
1: There's Most so many my- awful ones. Yeah, it's hard to find a good one. I'm going to go with Firefly. Like,
2: Who, like, if you're not the cast of Firefly, you're in a pretty bad spot.
0: Well, that- I'm I, I'm assuming what if you're a though, Reaper. I'm on. I- oh man, that'd be awesome.
1: Well, yeah. What if you're the Star Trek universe and you're a Borg?
2: Hmm, that would suck. I mean, not that you would know it. Okay. I'm going to have to go like there are ways you can get fucked with this choice, but I'm going to have to go with Star Wars. Like, I know I'm not going to be a Jedi, but there are places that you can live in the Star Wars universe that are legitimately really cool to live.
1: But unfortunately, you're an Ewok
2: like Dagobah. Honestly, like even if I'm an Ewok. Endor is not uh, like the Force Moon around Endor is not a bad place to live. It's beautiful, and I don't know. You've got droids. I don't know. Maybe and droids, Wookies. You know the whole Star Trek. Star yeah.
1: Wars. I'm going with Willow. Huh. I don't know. Willow, I don't know because it's fun.
3: Explain, Mad Martigan.
1: No, I don't have an explanation. That was an audible at the last. minute. do oh,
3: Star Crash. Yeah, that's it. A... <laughs> Come on, Matt. Right. Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> I just started. I started wanting to think of fantasy instead of sci-fi, and that was what came to mind.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Moving on to number sixty-four, which musician movie shaped your musician or movie shaped your personality the most?
3: Movie or musician. Ooh.
1: Monty Python like their whole body of work
3: uh, the Marx Brothers
1: oh yeah, Ooh. A yeah.
3: from a very young yeah. age watching the Marx Brothers and then eventually moving on graduating to Monty Python those I feel like were the biggest influences on me in terms of like kind of personality and what I find funny and
1: and timing and everything yeah, yeah.
3: for sure
2: it's going to sound like a cliche, but I'm going to have to say J.R.R. Tolkien.
3: That's a cliche.
2: Like, I mean, even before D&D for me, my first encounter with anything heroic fantasy, swords and sorcery, which is such a huge part of my life, there was Tolkien. The only author before Tolkien uh, that I can think of is Agatha Christie, but I'm not, like, going around solving murders. <laughs> You're not? I would if I could. If, only they, if only they had
1: a degree for that.
3: <laughs> or a job. You know, the job is to go solve murders. I don't know. That'd be a
1: thing. Yeah, that's called a cop, Joel.
3: <laughs> that was the joke.
1: Oh. Get it. I didn't recognize your idea <clears throat> of a joke.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, um, number, question number 70, what is the grossest thing that you've ever done?
2: Hmm. hmm. Okay. I've told you guys this story and I may not have told it on the podcast. Uh, early in our college years, Patrick had a couple parties at his apartment and, uh, I was drunk as happened at parties at Pat's apartment and I took a massive shit (laughs) and it would not flush. And he had nothing around that. Like, I'm not going to reach in with my hands and like break it up. So it'll flush. You don't have a poop knife. Yeah. Pat did (laughs) not have a poop knife. No courtesy for his guests. No poop knife, but he did have a cat. And the cat's litter box was in the bathroom.
4: <laughs>
2: so I carefully took a bunch in my drunk mind. I took a bunch of toilet paper, wrapped it around my hands, and pulled out this massive $5 foot long and put it in the cat box and rolled it around <laughs> and left it there, washed my hands, and went back to the party.
1: Yeah, it cost me $300 in medical bills. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for you, most everything in that apartment just got tossed after that party, so... The
3: love shit, yeah. baby. Uh... I mean, I guess it depends on what you qualify as gross, because, like... To you! I mean, in high school, like, you know, I used to, at least on a couple of occasions, would be at a party, and, you know, there'd be a box of cat food, and I would eat cat food just to get people's, you know, to be like, ah, that's gross. Um, But, like, when we would eat uh, stuff on the dorm floor, you know, we'd have all the stuff out on on the table. Like... There'd be pizza that had been there from the day before, or so uh, sandwiches occasionally that I'd left out uh, that had mayonnaise on them, and I'd still eat, you know, twenty-four hours later. Or uh, the one instance where Dennis and I went to Pennsylvania together, and we had bought breakfast, and we didn't eat one of the egg McMuffins. We left it in the back seat of the car, and I want to say it was about two days after it had been in the back seat of the car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I still I went ahead and ate it and uh obviously I'm still here, so is that gross? I don't know.
1: That's pretty gross, yeah. I don't
3: know.
1: Uh there was this uh there was a time when I had a a, a roommate back in back not too long ago, uh and his dog had a horrible habit of pissing on everything and he never did anything about it. The dog pissed on everything, and it was just a—it was a horrible problem. And he never did anything about it, and it was a contentious thing the whole time we lived together. And uh, we parted on uh, non-amicable ways. So, you know, one of the last gifts I gave him before I left was I pissed in his bed because I knew I knew he would blame it on his dog. So I was like, ah, fuck you, you know, and <laughs> left. So, wow, that's probably one of the worst things I've ever done. But I was seriously pissed at the situation because we left very. We have we have not spoken since, and it's been many many years. Yeah, it it was a very bad uh, moving out,
2: like Billy Joel. Ha <clears> ha.
3: <throat>
2: <laughs> All right. So, if you uh, have other questions for us, like there's something that you didn't ask yet. And we're going to get to the rest of your questions. We're going to, throughout the course of the next however long it takes, occasionally field one of these because this was a hell of a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. We're going to uh, answer but, all these at some point during every show. Yeah, once once per show.
2: However, if there's one that you wanted us to answer, you have not already asked, but you want your time in the sun, let us know. Give us a call at 708 now wrap. That's seven zero eight six six nine nine seven two seven. Yeah, you'll find us on Podbean, Pandora, uh, Apple, Google, Pod Amazon, Podchaser. Pod and you can also uh, support us uh, through our Ko-fi link, uh, which will constantly come up on the Facebook page. And if you want to talk to us directly, you can always do that on our Discord, which is uh, available through our Facebook page.
3: Yep. And if you know us uh, on some other form of social media and you have trouble getting to that Discord link, Just shoot one of us a message and we'll help you get there. So, things that are coming up, uh, I'm still trying to convince these guys to not sacrifice my five hours of time and do the West Side story at some point. So, that might be happening. But coming up soon is The Matrix and uh, we're going to be doing a Sesame Street show.
2: So, get ready. Excellent. Well, I mean, it's been 400 uh, crazy. Uh, individual instances of talking about pop culture then and now. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next, I don't want to say 400. God, that would be 60 going on 16. (laughs) I'm looking forward to at least the next hundred.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, 400 shows. Never thought it would happen.
3: And thank you for all the questions. That was fantastic. And we promise we will get to the rest of them uh here over the course of time and uh, we'll get you some answers so love you guys
2: welcome to 60 going on 16 (laughs) i'm josh the other three are dead
1: (laughs) and the final (laughs) question that you've all been waiting for
3: how do you think you'll die Ha, I know the answer.
2: Just like the old gypsy woman said. Ideal,
4: poppy. <laughs> <laughs>